Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Rissa. Hello. Hey, Rissa, how's it going? Pretty good. Good, good. So uh, we did take a break a little bit for a couple weeks there. Um, You know, life happens, of course, and uh, we were doing our stuff. And actually, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary of this podcast. Yay! Yay, congrats to us. And yeah, uh, looking forward to another year. All right, and uh, so on today's episode, we're going to go and do a trip report because Rissa went to Disneyland for the 4th of July holiday. I did. Uh, she did. So um, we're going to talk about that. But before that, there's a couple of things we should talk about. Um, one of them is a news article that was put out by the Disney Parks blog. Um, this one was on the Disney World side. They talk, they're talking about timing for opening of Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. It was announced this week, actually, on Thursday, July 11. Um, And Rissa, did you see the dates? I did. So Disney World is actually going to be on Walt Disney's birthday, um, December 5th. And uh, the one in Disneyland will be January 17th, 2020. Yeah, so they pushed back the Disney one, Disney Disneyland one, even though the Galaxy's Edge is technically open over there already. Um, so I'm, I guess they're flip-flopping here. Um, they're going to send the Imagineers to open the one in Disney World and then finish off the one here in Disneyland. So I guess the timing is so that they could do Disney's birthday. Do you think, Rissa? No, I think it's more of um, the fact that they have more um, capacity to, to work on the technology and refine it while their park isn't open over there in, in Florida. Right. Um, because they're, they're saying that they're like really putting in a lot of different technology they're innovating uh different things and if you've ever seen the backside of star wars land from the parking garages um Mm -hmm. you can see just just from walking through star wars land you can tell which which building is um smugglers run and which one is going to be the rise of the resistance and if you see the back structure the buildings it's like maybe three times the size of smugglers run um, for for rise of the resistance. for rise of the resistance, just because like they're gonna be able to fit full scale ATATs and oh man, um, I think there was a scene of of like concept art in which they were putting like um, lots and lots of Tie Fighters in there. So the right. height of it is it's probably maybe like six seven stories high, and the the width of it is just it's deep. It's like a giant a giant soundstage. Um, so, and, and if you read, uh, previous like articles about this ride, um, the way that they're doing it is trackless. So it, it's, it's really, um, it's different. So they have, so they to, have the, the program, the ride vehicles, right? Yeah. So it's kind of similar to the way that Luigi's Rollickin' Road or whatever it is, Roadsters. Yeah, Rollickin' Roadsters, yeah. Um, where it travels to the next point, um, free. So I, I think they had issues with that before so they're trying to refine the technology so they don't have as many issues yeah that makes sense and um looking at the ride vehicle i know they had the uh star wars like conference in chicago and they had the ride vehicles there it looks like i mean there's three rows and you fit like four people in each row so it's 
a lot of people you can fit on those things, right? Yeah, it's definitely more high capacity than Smuggler's Run. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just looking at the facade, I know you walked in there and you looked at the facade, just massive, right? Yeah. Like you see big rock structures in the front. Yeah. I'm guessing it's to hide the show building in the back, right? Um, I think it's just part of it. Uh, what it, yeah, what it's supposed to look like. Um, but you can tell that the, the line queue is already there, the entrance. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, um, the fast pass pillars are there too. So, so it's, it's pretty much set up for entry but we don't know about the actual ride so. right we know nothing about it or where it's going to exit when Kay and i were walking through we were like saying oh maybe it's going to be here oh no maybe that's just a cast member entrance who knows right exactly it's just like you don't know until they open it yeah i, I think they did a good job of like masking where the exit points are going to be for the ride because like even smugglers run you know it's uh it's not very uh conspicuous yeah it's 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 really intelligently designed yeah, yeah. And then the the way they were saying before that even in the line queue, they built in some seating into the walls. So it's for Rise of the Resistance. So it's like, wow. So they even have built-in seating in anticipation for lines. Did did they build in bathrooms? No, but that's that's where they're talking about the bathroom pass, you know. They're they're probably going to start using that, but who knows? <sighs> they, the, the way that the park has been they going should so do far. it though because we ended up having to mess up our boarding group um on smugglers oh. run um okay. because when we went in line we had just come from ogas and oh, uh okay. we couldn't last the whole entire line um so we we got our our boarding passes this was the second time we rode smugglers with matt and brianna and okay. um they were they were like we can't hold it we gotta go so the um the two single riders that were with us basically got to board by themselves and choose what they right. wanted. And the four of us uh, were accompanied by a, a cast member. Also, they didn't, they didn't actually use the bathroom pass for you guys? No, no. A wow. cast member, like, took us out. Did you have to re-queue no, in line? No, no, no. The cast oh, okay. member, okay. like, so Kay and I sat by the exit while Matt and Brianna went to the bathroom. And uh, essentially, the cast member just sat with us and then waited for our party to come back, which unfortunately fireworks were going off already oh oh no um or soon so we were like oh crap hopefully it doesn't uh hold them up because they were already like directing traffic so by the time we got out fireworks were going it was very very loud because two towns right next next door so but yeah yeah so yeah we'll get into that more when we go over your trip report uh but yeah rise of the resistance opening december 5 in Disney World, and then January 17 over in Disneyland. Yep. All right. So another thing that um, happened actually during your um, trip, I don't think you were there though. Um, And in Toontown, I'm pretty sure you've seen the video, right? I have. Of this um, fight that broke out between in the family, within a family. I guess it's within a family. Either family or friend group or... Yeah, like they're in their own group and they started fighting with each other like physically. But of all places... I know, Toontown. Like, Toontown. It was like a five-person brawl, right? Yeah, I mean, five people within that group. And then, I mean, they had to bring outsiders or an outsider stepped in and choked the guy out. That was that started it. You yeah, know? but I mean, like, even the, the mom was trying and she ended up on the floor. It was yeah. really graphic. So if, if, if you're not, like, comfortable with watching the video, um, because it's it's really graphic, um, it, trigger warning, uh don't watch it <laughs> if, yeah, if you yeah. if you're not comfortable with that kind of thing. So, what are your your thoughts on? 
I mean, the response to this, because to me, it just seems like it's just getting more and more like deeper into it. I mean, Disney is, I don't know, might be in a little bit of hot water here. What did, do you think? I, I haven't actually even heard a response. Like, did Disney issue anything? Did they say anything? And they, like, where was did. security? Yeah, exactly. So it took about three minutes from the time that the cast member called in backup security to them actually coming and arriving. Um, that's three minutes too long, in my opinion. Yeah, and like, it's what, in what are the guards? Yeah, what are the guards doing that takes them so long to get there, you know? Well, I mean... And then when they did get there, all they did was escort them to the Anaheim PD who was waiting. Yeah. I mean, so like, <laughs> some of the guards are really old guys. Like, right, they can right. only run so fast. Yeah. But that begs the question, like, why are they allowing the older guys to be, you know, the on hand? Um, yeah. Shouldn't yeah. you put the younger folks that, you know, check the bags to be actually roaming the parks? Right. Yeah. Not just bag check. I mean, if you see some of the guys like wearing the full armor and stuff, I mean, man, those guys are intense. They have the dogs and everything. Yeah. I mean, where are those guys? Those yeah. guys look big and they could probably stop it in an instant, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the my, my thing is like if if you're allowing that to go on for that long that, you know, what what's going on with the security there? You know? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just glad it, that nobody like outside of that group you know got hurt or you know but it was it was intense and some of the funny comments in the comments of the youtube video were like man this is what you pay for for pay-per-view the the steady hand for this video you know right right exactly it's like did the guy have a gimbal it seems like (laughs) i don't know but i was like who who just like stands there and records the whole fight instead of like calling for help well i mean you could see that other people were calling for help too so yeah but like (laughs) he's just like standing there he he has no comments or she whoever is recording it whoever's recording has like no comments about it is just steady-handedly videotaping the whole thing it's better than those world star hip-hop hip-hop ones right vertical video and yeah moving all the time right yeah, yeah. that's i think that's the point that people are making you know mm-hmm. anyway um yeah it kind of for me it's a little bit disappointing they disney did issue um a statement saying that it's not condoned and they took action by submit like giving the people to the proper authorities which was the anaheim pd did they promo ban them so i'm assuming they did but they didn't say they did um they said uh violence like that will not be tolerated in any part of disney property so i'm gonna assume it's perma ban uh but yeah they so later on um the police were uh conducting an investigation and the family's not cooperative at all they say it never happened they're it's, denying it. There's a video. I know. And they still stated to the police that it didn't happen. Mm. I don't know how dumb they could be, but they said it. And uh, the police still have to con- you know, conclude their investigation and whatnot. They didn't have the footage at first. And then yeah. it's all over the, it's, the internet. It's so. on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm assuming they need the original footage. So I'm guessing they're trying to collect it from whoever took the video. I saw somebody on Twitter. Uh, oh, no, no. That was for the earthquakes. Never mind. Yeah, that's another like crazy thing that happened during your trip, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, for me, it, it kind of pushed me to the point where it's like, I don't know if I even want to renew at all for my pass. Really? It's like, if that's the type of response they're going to have, I don't know. Is it even safe anymore? I don't know. Well, so how often do you see fights breaking out in Disneyland, though? Yeah, that's like the first time like ever. But I've heard it. It happens. 
but you know that's the first time i've seen it so. i mean it's the first time i've seen it go for that long like i've seen like yeah, yeah. shouting matches and then right. people intervening and it never escalates that far yeah this one the guy just like threw his hands right away you know? yeah well no he started yelling at her and then he shoved well, her in his face yeah and then he then he's like smacked her in the face but it's like really yeah Man. but yeah um that was a big event that happened the others were the earthquakes which we will probably mention during your trip report uh which we should probably start right now sure so let's get into this um you went to disneyland for the fourth of july holiday i did um do you uh, remember our trip in the year 2000 that we did during the 4th of July? I don't. I really don't. When you posted those pictures, I was like, we went for the 4th of July? What? Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm guessing technically this is the second time you're going during the 4th of July? I guess so. Yeah. Um, so in your experience here uh, when you went, how was like the crowd? So actually, let's, let's start with the, the new parking structure because that's like the first thing that, that you experienced, right? Yeah, I took lots and lots of pictures. Yeah, I noticed that. So, uh, describe to to our li- our listeners uh, the new Pixar parking structure. So it's a little trippy the way that they kind of park you. Um, mm-hmm. The first day that we showed up, we went into the Mickey and Friends parking structure, drove up the normal ramp to the roof, and then right. by the time I parked, I looked around and the signs were different, and there were humps <laughs> on the ground, and I was like, "This is different." And then I was like, "Oh." We're in the Pixar lot. <laughs> it's because they take you up the same ramp and it's just all connected. And I didn't realize wow. it until I like pulled up the map, like the satellite map. And you can see that it's because when you go on the outer side, like the outer lane and the inner lanes, um, sometimes they put you a little bit further in Minnie Mouse. And then right. you're on the on the further part or on the closer part. It felt like that. Um, mm. But I, I guess I drove further and i ended up on the um inside out level wow yeah wow so so these are all pixar themed levels yes i only got to park on the inside out level once um the rest of the weekend and the rest of the days we were there we were on Minnie mouse um so previously does that mean that that they filled up the inside out level or they just decided to put you in mickey and friends um, they had filled it up by the time we parked. Wow. Um, but yeah, the I, I previously told you guys that the Mickey and Friends lot was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, just Minnie Mouse was open. I was wrong. The uh, they all of them were open, and also the oh. Chippendale is still open. Wow. So they they kept everything open and in, te- in anticipation for I guess the crowds that were supposed to come during the holiday, right? Yeah. So I'm not really sure how the other um levels fill up uh Mm -hmm. i i do know when they were building it there was a single ramp that goes across so i'm not really sure what it looks like because i didn't get to drive on those levels it's interesting so the entrance is always through the mickey and friends correct and then they just like somehow get you across yep they take you up the same ramps from mickey and friends and somehow you end up over there so it's like disney magic basically yeah yeah, it's because yeah, I didn't, it's like, you I, don't I didn't even expect notice. it. That's the thing. Because Kay was like, oh, they, they added the, these light humps so that you know which parking spot, you know, is open. Right. And wow. then I was like, oh, yeah, they did. And then I look up and I was like, that's not Minnie Mouse. Because <laughs> yeah, it's the same yeah. color theme. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. 
So another thing that they did with this parking structure is they moved the tram um, transit area and the security. Um, okay. So there are, I took a lot of pictures of it because it's really cool how there's an actual dedicated security Um a lot of the promenade is closed right now because they're re-bricking it and doing some stuff to it. I have no idea what they're doing. Um, but essentially, you go down the escalators. They're similar to how the Mickey and Friends escalators are structured, where you have the escalators to each level, right? both up and down. Um, and then right next to it, you hang a left, and you see these gates. They look very similar to um, Disneyland's entrance gates. Right. Where it's just green and they block it out from floor to ceiling so you can't like climb over or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they have dedicated security tables now. They're like legit tables that are built, in built into the, the ground. Yeah. Um, and once you get through security, you look around and it kind of reminds you of like a promenade in um, the Disneyland hotel area because their, oh. their light fixtures are like hidden Mickeys everywhere on the metal um they have like built uh railings for each lane of the tram so people can't like cut you and everything so everything looks like it's purposeful um yeah and even their exits they have like push doors for the exits and they have cast members directing you so you're not interrupting the flow of security at all wow yeah pretty cool it's really cool and i asked a cast member um I was like, so when did you guys open this? And they said, oh, just two weeks ago. So it's it's rather new. So, it's, I mean, it's pretty exciting then because you're probably the one of the first groups to even use it, right? Yeah, yeah. It was really cool because I was like, man, this is different. And I was like, so, yeah, how, how new is this? They're like, yeah, just two weeks ago. Like, okay. Wow, wow, that's pretty nice. So, yep. um, so on the different levels, do they also match the colors of the Mickey and Friends levels too? Like, yeah, they do. Mickey is red. And I'm, I'm guessing one of the levels is red at Pixar. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's probably Cars. I'm not sure which one's which. I didn't pay attention to it. Oh, okay. Um, I know there's a blue level, just like Donald. There's a green level, um, just like uh, Goofy. So, and there's a purple level. Don't know what it is. I think it's um, the the Incredibles or something. Or Maybe. Coco. I don't know. Coco, it might be Coco. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, the whole tram depot is really cool because they even have like mood lighting where the trams um, drive. It's like purple. So if you park in Mickey and Friends, do you have to go to that terminal also? Yeah. So like I said, the, the promenade is all blocked off. So the reason why okay. I thought um, Mickey and Friends was closed was because uh, when we came down from Pixar, there were the um, green walls, the temporary walls up. Uh-huh. And I couldn't see how far back they were. I thought they okay. were blocking the escalators, but they're not. So you can go from the escalators over to that uh, tram loading area. Yeah, right? and you can still use the bathrooms there as well. Oh, nice. So nice. there's no okay. bathrooms in Pixar uh, Pal or Pixar parking lot. Um, it's still in Mickey and Friends. So basically what they did with this Pixar structure is they extended Mickey and Friends, right? Yep. Basically. Correct. Okay, that's cool. And it does look like they'll eventually have a pedestrian bridge, but they haven't finished it. Okay. So like, because I've seen I've seen them work on it. Yeah. I haven't actually seen it like finalized. Yeah. So when we were driving on the tram, I pointed it out, and um, it goes for a little bit. It goes over some of the 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 streets, but Mm -hmm. then it stops. So it's not it's it's not not done. done. So what what I've heard is it's going to go all the way to downtown disney that's like, what i heard as well is. yeah it's gonna like 
they're going to use some of the parking lot of the downtown Disney parking lot to accommodate the bridge. And then those spots are just going to be gone. They're just going to close it off. Yeah, that's what I heard. It, it, this bridge was supposed to be even cooler um, because it was supposed to be a moving walkway. Oh, but it's actually just going to be a walking walkway, right? Yeah. So what happened was they went over budget on Star Wars Land. Of course. And uh, that budget that was allocated for the parking structure uh, got cut. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's that's a, a cool addition that they added like 5,000 parking spots. Yeah. So, it's a very um, nice structure. Although we don't even know if they need all of them, right? <laughs> I mean, eventually they will because there's going to be Marvel Land next year. That's true. They're adding another thing to DCA. Yep. So, um, so far, in terms of the crowd level, because this is a holiday weekend, and uh, usually during the holidays, you get a lot of people from out of town and and those kind of tourists out of country and whatnot. What did you you think? Was it uh, super crowded or even more crowded than what you've normally experienced? Nope. It was like a typical no. weekend. Also, it felt like a normal weekend to you. Yep, it wow. didn't. It didn't feel like a holiday. It didn't feel empty. Um, it was nothing like those videos that I've seen where it's like completely empty. Um, like a ghost town. Yeah, all the lines were pretty manageable. I mean, a couple of the big rides did hit like the seventies and sixties. Right. Um, but that tended to happen just like after the earthquakes. <laughs> so oh, yeah, when things went down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like the only things that were open um but yeah we we took it kind of Kay and i took it kind of easy on the first two days that we were there um just because we knew we were gonna go really hard on that saturday right right okay um so what did you i mean what did you do those first two days you got into ogus did you or yes you went into star wars land or galaxy's edge yeah yeah so um on the first day uh i believe it was magic morning for disneyland Okay. So we started out in California Adventure. Right. And um, we took care of a lot of things in there. And uh, we, we got our reservations to Oga's really easily. There were a lot of openings for Savvy's, but we didn't want to do it. Um, so we set up our, our reservations for Oga's around noon-ish. Um, okay. Because we thought there would be food, <laughs> like oh, lunch. at Oga's. Yeah. But there's not. Um Currently, yeah. Yeah, Currently, there's, there's not. There's not. And I don't know if they will uh, just because of the crowds. Um, for them, not having any food makes it pretty quick. Right. Yeah, because it, it will keep people from staying longer. Right. Um, so we, we took care of things in, in uh, DCA, hopped about at 10 a.m. so we can make our way into Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, there were no boarding groups the whole weekend that we were there. What? That's pretty surprising. Yeah. Because, I mean... I know right now it's the the parks are not very crowded, but for a holiday weekend, no boarding passes. No that's, boarding passes. That's very <laughs> that's very good for you. Yeah, we were watching um, the the app like the whole time. I was right. e- expecting there to be boarding groups, but there were none at all. It never capped out. Wow, wow yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yep, and it. Looked- so, did you do you think that like people were just going in and out? Um, and that's the reason why there were no boarding groups because, you know, people were leaving as people were getting in and that kind of thing. No, I, I think it just like it didn't cap out. It, the, the parks didn't feel extremely full. I didn't I never felt claustrophobic. Um, mm. I don't know if that has to do with the, the walkways widening or they've like people are just staying away from Disneyland right now. That's uh, that's a good possibility because I remember you, Nelson K went like the weekend before the, the grand opening. 
or the soft openings and it was ultra packed right it was madness um it was so mad that we ended up at splitsville yeah that's (laughs) that's not even a normal thing you guys do no so um yeah i i wasn't anticipating bigger crowds just because it's a holiday weekend um but surprisingly uh july 4th was the lightest day for us wow the actual holiday itself yeah um Kay and I were able to get into Gal- uh, into Smuggler's Run. Um, the shortest line, we got in line when it said 90 minutes, but it okay. ended up being more like 60 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even have to rope drop it. But yeah, we were watching the trends the whole time. And I don't suggest you rope dropping it because it's very deceiving. Um, by the time you hit the queue, it's already 30 minutes. Right, right. Exactly. That's what happens. It's kind of like trying to rope drop peter pan or something yeah peter pan was was like 30 minutes the whole weekend though wow that's even that's that's really surprising because that thing gets really packed yeah it was it's crazy we didn't write it but it was we didn't i don't think we wrote any fantasy land rides wow yeah no we we didn't yeah so anyway what was your like initial impression of galaxy's edge because you know me and nelson talked about this extensively but we didn't hear from you yet i was overwhelmed um we decided to like each time go to a different entrance or a different exit um, mm-hmm. just to experience it in different ways. Um, and the moment we walked into the main entrance by uh, Big Thunder, right? it's just breathtaking. I, I, yeah. I was like, man, they did a really good job here. I, I'm, I'm in awe. Um, so we walked in. Um, we didn't know where things were, but that's fine because that's part of exploring. Um, right. And then I think we ended up, I don't know where we ended up. We we walked into the Droid Depot, I think, just mm-hmm. to see what was going on, took some pictures. Um, then we went to Ronto Roasters. Right. Um, looked at the menu because we're like, oh, we should probably eat before we go into Oga's because at, at that point I knew that there was no food. Right, um, right. And then we're like, ah, I don't really want Ronto's. It's, they don't have a big enough menu. So then we ended up in Docking Bay. Okay. Um, and we were sitting down, and this was the first time we've ever been into Star Wars land, right? Right, right. And we're in one of these cargo containers, one of the red ones in Docking Bay 7. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, we feel this shaking. So we're like, oh, <laughs> this is a pretty cool uh, feature Effect. of this land, you know? Yeah. And then Kay looks behind me, because I was facing the, the wall. I didn't see anything behind me. And she's like, um, the lights are swinging. I don't think this is a feature. <laughs> and then over over my shoulder, I hear somebody go, I don't know if this is like what's going on, if the alcohol's kicking in or if this is an earthquake. Because I felt it and I was like, huh, this is kind of trippy. I'm getting a little dizzy. I don't know if it's my vertigo. Because mm. it, it went longer than, you know, you would think a, a ship launching. Right, um, right, exactly. Or one landing or something. Yeah. yeah. But Kay was like, pretty sure we were on a concrete slab. And then yeah, I was like yeah. trying to Google as fast as I could. Um, but USGS was down. And I was like, well, I guess there was an earthquake. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the 6.4. That was the first one. The that 6. was the 4. first one. It was like a 10 something in the morning or. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you messaged the group and we were like, no, nah, that's not supposed to move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you all were like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I yeah. was like, um, is this an earthquake or is this supposed to happen? Exactly. So um, I guess you experienced an earthquake uh, in Docking Bay 7. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but that uh, wasn't how the long first did that last? <laughs> um, it was way shorter than the second one. It was probably like 
10, 15 seconds. Okay. Uh, okay. It, it wasn't like a violent shaking either. It was kind of, that's why it was so so trippy. Right. Um, because we didn't know what it was because it was like a a plate going in a circular motion. It wasn't more like a oh, sine wave. Um, okay. So it it was like a smooth rocking motion. So we didn't really know what it was. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty trippy. Yeah, yeah. Well, besides the earth, besides the earthquake, like what was the what did you think of the food? Because uh, you know you were eating. So what did you think of uh, Docking Bay Seven? Um, I had the is it tip yip? That's the chicken, right? The chicken, with the the fried with the yeah. mashed potatoes, the fried yeah. chicken. Um, it was interesting. Uh, I personally like the the noodles better. Yeah, that's exactly what I said too when I tried it. Yeah, because I I thought the the tip yip kind of needed something to cut the the richness of the gravy. I mean, it's a mm. vegetable gravy, um, but it was just like fried on top of mash with all this right. gravy around. So I I really liked the the noodles better because it had that vinegary kind of um, fish sauce taste. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. It was more to my palate, but so I, you you like that um that cold noodle with the shrimp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we did end up going back there for dinner, um, yep. and the pot roast. Oh, I love that thing. Man, it was so good. It's like melting your mouth. <laughs> yes. Kay yes. was like, "Are they gonna give us a knife or something?" And then she po- put her fork into it, and it just like fell apart. And she's like, "Okay, I understand why this is dinner only." Yeah, it's it's very good. I liked it when I tried it too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, actually, uh, listeners, we have a video on that too. It's on our foods of galaxy's edge video if you want to check it out yeah and then we did um, end up trying both the desserts and i think we liked the puff better the oi oi puff yeah not the uh batu bon yeah yeah i think um the the chocolate was a little bit too rich for us on the on the bon yeah yeah so did you uh did you try any of their specialty drinks at the um docking bay seven or did you just you know say ah well we're going to ogas anyway Kay did order the moof juice Okay. How did she like that? Did she like it at all? She ordered it again <laughs> the the oh. next couple of times that we went there. Um, it was good. Uh, it needed alcohol, but it was good. <laughs> like I drank I mean, it. Everything's better with alcohol, well, right? Just the mixture of it, the the flavor profile of it. Um, it basically tasted like a like a vodka sunrise without the vodka. Oh. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we were like, oh, this could this could get a spike of vodka and be good. So. What did you do after you um you went to Docking Bay? Did you uh, head into Olga's after that? Not yet. Um, we had a bit of time, so we walked okay. around um the Market Square at Black uh Black Spire Outpost. Yeah. Um, and then we we ended up in Olga's. Uh, at first we were trying to check in like twenty minutes before. We got into the queue and they're like, "Oh no no no, it's plus or minus five minutes." We're like, "Okay." Oh wow. Yeah. That's um that's even better than when I went because they're like fifteen minutes. They would give you a text, but yeah. Five minutes, that's pretty good. Yeah, and then when we went again the second time, they're like, no, 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 it has to be on the dot. And we're like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> so there, it was us and a couple of other other parties that were just standing around waiting for yeah. that time to drop. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they've got it down to a science now. Well, it's because the lines like outside get too long, right. and it's hard for them to you know check people in when the line is that long exactly and then you have to go deep yeah and then you have people um coming up to the cast members and i felt bad for them the whole time because they kept asking oh is this a standby line and they're like no reservation only and then they're like oh can we make a reservation here and they're like no you have to do it online (laughs) over and over and over like not 
read the know before you go articles or you know what I mean? Like, I guess not. You're going to go to a place, go on the app at least and check it out. I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. So did you I'm, I'm, did you oh, play, did you get to use the Disney Play app while you were in there? Uh, for me, I, I didn't use it at all. Did you get to try it out? I did. And what did you think? I mean, there's a few different functions, right? Like the translator and the decoder or things like that. Yeah, so the main thing I wanted to do was to try it on Smuggler's Run Q. Okay. And we found it really hard to do it because there's a lot of dialogue in the in the job that you take for Smuggler's Run. Right. So what we had to do was take pictures of all of the scans, like the QRs, and then have okay. Matt take like scan it on our phones but oh, what wow. we did so you needed like two people to do it three people but what we three didn't people yeah what we didn't realize was that um the crates themselves also have a symbol that are oh. associated with it so the whole time he was just like guessing what the answer was um so he didn't get a great score on it <laughs> okay okay yeah so it, it didn't really explain it too well how to do it right? no um when i tried it i didn't get as many things to scan um because it was just me and then Kay, but she wasn't helping me. Um, okay. So I was just like running up to crates, trying to do it, trying to work through the, the problem. Um, and then that's it. But I only was able to get like maybe seven at the most. Um, because when I was doing it, the lines were just moving too fast. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, you must have been in a shorter line there. Yeah. And they were gapping a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm interested to see how it works on Rise of the Resistance because I feel like that's a longer line, right? Yeah, I would anticipate them doing maybe more scanning, more resistance-based um, uh, missions because this okay. the Smuggler's Run job ends up giving you more smug, uh, scoundrel points. Okay. Um, and then when you do uh, like things in the resistance area, that gives you more resistance points. And then when you do stuff in the first order area, that gives you first order points. Wow, that's um, pretty interesting. I, I hear they installed this like Bluetooth um, thing for rep, like reputation, um, in like the different stores. Yeah. So it tells them, the, the cast, what your rep is. I don't, I mean, I didn't get to use the, the app at all, but I, I'm assuming that's related to the app and you doing things with the Play Disney app throughout the land. Yeah, I, I actually really recommend people to like at least try the Play mm -hmm. Disney app. Um, when you're in the lands because it's super interactive. Um, wow. And when you open the app, there's a function called hack. Um, and you can like hack the Millennium Falcon when you complete the hacking um, puzzle. It ends up uh, letting out steam on underneath. So I did oh. it several times. Um, you can interact with like the different control panels around. Um, when you hack it, it like lights up, makes some sounds. Um, same thing with the X-wing and some of the antennas around. Um, it it interacts with you, so it's it's really cool. That's so interesting because I noticed those things doing that, and I was wondering if it was you know people doing it or if it was just doing it by itself. No, yeah, it's it's tell. yeah, it's actual people playing the game, and yeah. They're the one setting it off. That's pretty cool. Another thing I saw people do was using the app on doors. And like the doors would like light up. And I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's, the, that's the hack function that I was talking about. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Did you try it on any of the other like things like doors or other parts of the 
Because I know somebody was going by uh, the Droid Depot and using it too. And Yeah, I, I did that a couple of times because there's a, one job in there that you're supposed to help either the First Order or the Resistance take over the outposts. Oh. Um, and you basically, you essentially walk around trying to hack each of their control panels um, and then you secure them. So you do like two different hacks. Wow. Yeah, and these wow, hacks no, are, are are the kind of game where you connect the lines without intersecting the other lines. So it kind of looks like a circuit board. Um, okay. So it's it's both an like a logic puzzle and then also like it it's fun. It looks like a circuit board. So is it is it um, relatively easy to complete, or do they make it really challenging for people to do? Um, the early ones are really easy. You just one or two lines. Um, the later ones get harder because they're also timed. Um, okay. So you have to draw them as quickly as possible. And if you have really big fingers, it's hard. <laughs> so you can potentially fat finger it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty cool that, you know, they're doing that, making it a little bit harder later on and easier earlier on, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Was that like a lot of... Did you spend a lot of time doing that? Or did you just, you know, explore more than, than just, you know, playing around with that? Um, I didn't get to play as as much as I wanted mm-hmm. with that. Um, it was just as we were waiting for people, uh, that's when I was, you know, playing around with the app or when right. I was in line. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I got my feet wet with it. I anticipate I'll play around with it more later on, either mm-hmm. when we're back down there in August or in uh, Hollywood Studios in uh, Florida. So... That'll be interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you got to try that out. So um, let's let's go to the next thing you did. I I assume you went to Ogus, right? I did. So you uh, you went two times, right? I did. I went twice. Um, the first time it was just me and Kay. Um, uh-huh. They ended up putting us at, at a table with another party of two. Um, okay. We made friends with them in line beforehand, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, we kind of just had our own side conversations, you know, myself and Kay, and then the couple to each other. Um, I mean, occasionally we chimed in when we ordered the fuzzy tauntauns because um, oh. that drink is interesting. It has like some anesthetic qualities, like topical anesthetic um, with the foam. It's called buzz foam. Um, and we were like, what is happening right now? Um, so they were like Googling and seeing what it actually was. And uh, yeah, apparently it's like the an extract from Szechuan peppers. Um that they create these things called buzz tablets. So you can get it outside of just Disneyland, um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, and yeah, it's it's really weird. It like numbs wow. your lip, numbs your tongue, just for a little bit. Wow. Wow. That's So it's like taking a hot pepper and rubbing it on your lips or something, right? Yeah, but it's not spicy at all. It's just... Oh. Yeah. No, it's just the quality of it. It's just numb. Just the numbing, yeah. the numbing agent or and whatever it, it is. For me, it was like a delayed reaction because Kay was like oh that's weird and she's like here try it I was like what's weird I don't feel anything and then all of a sudden I'm like oh whoa yeah okay my lip is numb what just happened <laughs> so other than that how did the the drink itself taste the fuzzy tauntaun it's all right um yeah. I personally really like the Jedi mind trick oh that's so the what was blue in, one wasn't that um it was supposedly bitters and vodka and like grapefruit juice and um i don't remember what else was in it i think i took a picture of of the menu um mm. but yeah it didn't taste bitter at all didn't taste like grapefruit juice it, it was just it was really smooth um i was surprised that it i guess essentially it tasted 
like a a mild um a mild grapefruit juice wow okay yeah but i mean you don't really notice the alcohol until it kicks in right no Okay, so it's a Kettle One Botanical Grapefruit and Rose Vodka, hmm. John D. Taylor Velvet Palernium. Okay. Um, something, uh, some curacao, white grape juice, lime juice, and grapefruit bitters. So nice, nice. Yeah. So it does sound like a good mixture there. Yeah. Um, and then so those, so do they? Uh, they limit you to a two drink minimum? Is that what they do? Or maximum? Is that what they're doing? Yes. Yeah, so two drink maximum and a forty five minute limit. Okay. So. For so was that just the first round and that then was, you got a second round? Yeah. So during the first round, uh, Kay ordered the fuzzy tauntaun. Um, I got the Jedi mind trick and we got mm-hmm. the the Batu bits. Mm-hmm. Um, second round, uh, Kay ordered the T eighteen Skyhopper and okay. I ordered the Bespin Fizz. So how did those taste? So this T eighteen Skyhopper was it was pretty good. It was um, it essentially tasted like a melon um, grasshopper. Okay. Um, it's a vodka, melon, liqueur, kiwi, and half and half. Oh, yeah. nice. So it's, that's the reason why I didn't order it because of half and half. Um, but yeah, a, yeah. a sip isn't that bad. Um, but yeah, the melon really came through more than the kiwi, um, unfortunately. And they put a dried kiwi fruit on the rim. So uh, you, you probably would have liked more of the kiwi to come through or yeah. like a mixture of both? I- yeah, it was really melon heavy. Um, I okay. think it was because it was the melon liqueur. Um, but yeah, and so the the uh, bespin fizz. What did you think of that? Um, so it was kind of boiling violently. <laughs> right. I mean, so, I had a drink like that at Lamplight Lounge, and yeah, there's like a technique to drinking it. I had to like blow out of my nose and then drink it. Um, otherwise, like the the fumes just went up my nose, and I I started coughing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then it just, when you tilted it, like it made the dry ice react even more and it just like right. started splashing me in the face. Um, so yeah, but the drink itself is kind of sweet. Um, way too sweet for my liking. Okay. Yeah. It's a Do you have a problem where it's like, there's not enough drink? Um, I think because I drank it fast enough, I didn't have that problem, but I can see how people have that problem. Because when I was at Lamplight Lounge, they, they used the same type of like vessel for it. Yeah. And I felt like there's not enough drink in here for the price. Yeah. Um, they didn't shortchange me. And I think that was part of the problem. They also put way too much dry ice. So it was just like violent bubbling. Yeah. It wasn't just like a little, you know, bubble, like, like how the, um, the kids drink is, but yeah. Right. Wow. That's, (laughs) that's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. So that was the first time. Um, what did you, what did you think when you walked in? Um, how was the ambiance and how was the music? Cause I know they have DJ R3X, right? Yeah, so the first time I walked in, it was kind of underwhelming because they put us in a corner and on the wrong side of the bar. Oh. Um, So we couldn't even see Rex. I mean, when you walk in, you can see Rex, but then afterwards, you can't. And you can't, you just kind of hear the music in the background. It's not part of the experience. Um, So the second time that we were in there, um, we were right in front of DJ Rex, and that's where all of my videos came from. Uh, right. because like you see all of his interactions and like it's it kind of reminded me more of um trader sam's where oh. uh 
there's a sequence. I didn't get to get it on video because it's a 45 minute loop. So I didn't wow. like, you don't get to see the whole thing again. Yeah. Um, it was really close to when we entered. He malfunctioned, um, music stopped and they had to like hit something at the bar with like this mallet type thing to get the fuse box going again. Um, and then he booted back up and then started playing the cantina music. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, so that's I, pretty cool. I started recording at, right after they hit the fuse and it came back up. So we didn't get to see the whole, you know, in the video. So that, so that part where they hit the fuse, do you think that's where the beginning of the whole sequence is? Yeah, I think so. Because it's yeah. like him booting back up and he goes through his Star Tours kind of uh, jokes. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they throw it back to that. And then he says, let's start out with something that swept the galaxy. And then they play the Cantina song. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So so um, that was during the second time. Right? That was you the second time. Yeah. But the first time it kind of felt disjointed because we couldn't really interact and there were a couple of times that i was like is that k-pop music or j-pop music um but obviously it wasn't right but it sounded like it yeah it did so um what did you get like the second time because uh there were more of you right yes yeah, so the second time i decided to get the outer rim um okay. essentially it's a really fancy margarita uh because they have like black salt on the rim um it's patron tequila with some acai liquor, lime juice, uh, pure cane sugar, and then it says exotic fruit fruit puree. I have no idea what kind of fruit it was, um, but yeah, it was it was good. Um, but I I still prefer the Jedi mind trick. Okay, okay. So did you do two rounds again, or did you just you know do your one drink there? We we for did the second time. We did two rounds. I was okay. Thinking of getting a non-alcoholic drink just to see, but I was like, eh, we can always do it next time. Um, So on that first round, that was my first drink. Uh, Kay got the Fuzzy Tauntaun again. Okay. Um, Matt got the Yub Nub, which is the one Mm. that you get the souvenir cup in. Right, right. It's a Malibu rum um, with spice rum, citrus juices, passion fruit, and then it's served in that indoor scene. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's a good drink. Um, it's basically a Mai Tai. So do they, do they serve it in the collectible glass and then you have to like wash it out or do they do it where they'll give you a different glass later? Yeah. They give you a different one. Okay. But they're pretty strict about it where you have to tell them and they'll swap it out. So, because they've had issues where people would take two. Yeah. They would put the other one that they drank their drink into their purse or something. Ah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and there's no more there's no coasters there um they really? had they had they issues like, with that like as six well six different collectible ones yeah they had issues with that as well um wow. yeah so oh, and they're uh, oh sorry uh they're wrong uh, i was gonna ask i was gonna ask about the docking bay seven if they brought out this forks at all no 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 just regular forks okay and um the wrong beer flight they're all out of it the souvenir souvenir board um sold out wow wow yeah. That's that's one of the things I heard is the problem right now at the Disneyland Galaxy's Edge. Their merchandise is spare, like sparse now. There's, yeah. They're running out of things to sell. I don't understand why they don't keep it in stock. Yeah, they're out <laughs> of... Knowing ki- that there's people. They're out of kyber crystals, some, some yeah. different colors. Um, right. Yeah. And like if you buy one of the holocrons or something like that, that's supposed to come with a kyber crystal, you only get that one. You can't buy a replacement or anything. Yeah, they're making it so you can't just buy a kyber crystal. 
you have right. to buy the holochrome as well. Right, which is way more expensive than just the hybrid crystal. Yeah. Um, so uh, Brianna got oh. the Dagobah Slug Slinger. Okay. Um, that was also a tequila drink. Uh, I don't really know what it tasted like. Um, it was bitter, but it was not, bitter. It, not too bitter. Um, it's like citrusy, but also like it has ginger in it. So I, I didn't, I wasn't too fond of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So that was all your first round right there? Yeah, that was our first round. So what did you guys all get on the second round? Uh, fuzzy tauntauns. <laughs> oh, everybody just got fuzzy tauntauns. Yeah, I think, I don't know if anybody, no, 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 nobody got the jet juice, but I think that one is the strongest one. The jet juice? Yeah, that's what our server said. What, the, um, what, what's in there that um, makes it the strongest? It's bourbon, ancho, chili liqueur, acai li- liqueur, um, and then juices. But yeah, there's three different types of alcohol in there. It sounds strong. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to go to Ogus because I've never been in there and I really tried the first time, but I wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to going in there. Oh, and they're also out of the Cliff Dweller cups. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, Oh, and they, okay. were, they were sold out of the uh, Oga's Obsession the second time that we went, which is the... What was the Oga's Obsession? That's the Odwalla lemonade, cotton candy flavor, uh, popping pearls with uh, dried fruit. Oh, so it's the non-alcoholic one? It's like a snack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but huh. yeah, the Batu bits were basically, if you've ever had wasabi-flavored Asian snacks... Yeah, I've had that. That's what they are. Oh, did it even have the wasabi flavor to them? Yep. So pretty much they just like opened a pack of that stuff and poured it in there for you. Yep, correct. <laughs> exact taste. Nice, So nice. I was like, oh, I know which one not to eat. Yeah, yeah, the green one. <laughs> well, the green one were peas. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that sounds pretty nice. Um, so what else did you do after like Ogas and, and whatnot? Um, I think we just... Just explore? We explored more. Um, and then we just did normal Disneyland stuff. Did... Did Matt go and buy a lightsaber or, you know, do the So the he whole thing? he uh he thought about it because there actually was an eleven forty five reservation left. Uh-huh. Um, but he's like, No, I'll wait because they're going in December. Okay. So yeah. are they going to Disney World or they're coming back to Disneyland? They're going to Disney World. So they'll be oh, able nice, to nice. to see Rise of the Resistance when it opens. Right, definitely, because that's December. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, you know, is he gonna ship it back or? Because I know TSA will allow it on the plane. But, yeah, you know, that's a really long like lightsaber blade. <laughs> yeah, I think I personally am gonna have mine shipped back. Um, because if something happens to it, they'll replace it. Um, right. but yeah, I'm I'm just gonna have them ship it. I don't want to have to deal with it with if. Are I, you, yeah. So you're gonna you're definitely gonna try to go for one in November then? Yeah, I want to. Nice, nice. Just for the experience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need my, my posse there to shoot in 4K, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd probably go in there and then shoot it for you, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we actually did Max Pass on that Saturday. Did Was it really needed? No, not really. Um, it was more of a convenience thing. Uh, Kay and okay. I were already kind of worn out. Um, and Matt and Brianna wanted to have, like, the most the best experience because they were only there for a day um so yeah i mean it it helped nothing capped out the whole day we were able to like maximize max pass just playing the system um nice and we only had to um we only so we did dca in the morning and then hopped over around 11 or so uh to disneyland because it was uh magic morning again in disneyland on that saturday so you were um talking about the the fireworks at batu did you actually get the experience watching the fireworks from there? Um, we saw the finale. Um, okay. 
it was pretty cool. I tried to get pictures, but my camera was too slow um, yeah. trying to open it. Uh, I think Matt got a clip of it or a picture. Um, it was cool. It was like, I mean, you don't get the full experience of the music and everything, but um, it's definitely loud. You know, what I heard somebody did was they, um, since it's Disneyland Forever, they opened up the recording of the audio of it and like synced it to the, to their, you know, um, to the actual fireworks going on. That way they could just watch it while it's going on. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty inventive. Yeah. Disneyland Forever. I guess that's the show they're showing, right? That was during the 60th anniversary. Is that the one that they were showing? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, we didn't stick around at all to see um, the special 4th of July fireworks. Uh, so okay. I don't know what that was like. We just didn't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> Did you do anything like patriotic or anything for 4th of July? So like we were joking saying that we were going to like watch fireworks and eat Bengal barbecue so we can just yeah. tell people um, when they ask, so what you do for the 4th? Oh, we ate barbecue and watched fireworks. Right, right. Um, but we did it better than you. Uh, we we didn't do any of that. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. But we did take a picture, even though yeah, they I said we weren't yeah. going to. I know. You're, I was like, are you going to do it? Then you said, not. I don't think so. And then you guys did it. <laughs> well, they were like right there on the like in the center of uh, Buena Vista Street. So we're like, eh, right. there's no line. Might as well. Nice, nice. So yeah. there you go. There's your patriotic uh, 4th of the July, July thing. Yeah, Kay actually wore her soccer jersey, her USA oh, nice. soccer jersey. And she's like, I'm wearing a flag. Are you? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be? Uh, yeah. So um, another thing that you guys got to experience was um, Emotional Whirlwind. Yes. Because that just opened. And what did you think of it? The retheming of Flix Flyers. It was cute. Um, each different run has a different emotion talking. So the one oh. that we ended up riding on um it was fear oh yeah the the run before ours was um sadness and i was really sad that we didn't get sadness oh okay yeah so what do they do they just talk while you're writing or yeah in their in their voices they're like saying what they're experiencing um fear is like oh this is fine as long as we don't spin um and then obviously start we start spinning <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just like it's some cute things it has like the the inside out theme song in right. her head okay. you know um yeah. while they're yeah. talking oh that's that's pretty cool yeah one of the disappointments for us though was the fact that um the wall doesn't have the little memories moving they're like they look like they're going to be but they just light up also it's like static they're just yeah they're just there. it's just static so kind of like with the incredibles where it's just static um, right yeah but you think they just like didn't want to pay for moving objects or something yeah i think it was just the they were rushing to get it done kind of thing hmm. um so hopefully they eventually fix it where it looks cool um but the cool thing that i thought was their um control panel uh-huh. for the ride is the actual control panel oh so they had like shaped it the way that the control panel looks and all that yeah that's cool yeah i like that it's cool so do you think that they would bring the characters like a meet and greet over there at all because i know they have a you know meet sadness and meet uh joy in disney world but do you think they would have them roaming around over here at california adventure um, I think they were there prior to the opening of the ride. I don't know if okay. they're going to do it anymore, like in that location, um, maybe close by in Pixar Pier somewhere, 
just because like they have their own like statues there it's kind of meta right right. so it's like oh here's here's their statue but then there's the character too yeah it's kind of well i mean it's kind of strange that they do that with buzz and woody and jesse because like there's jesse's critter carousel right there with a big jesse and there you see jesse yeah but that one's like clearly bigger oh yeah it's like larger than life yeah like it's not the size of a human so did you see the bo peep character at all yes at pixar pier yes we were in line for um for midway mania and we're like oh look it's it's a bo peep and she had her um little arm band thing bandage so what do you think of that character because i know a lot of people were like creeped out by her face because it's like supposed to be ceramic and it's less like a mask on top of a person's head yeah i mean i wasn't too fond of the character Mm -hmm. um just because it was a little weird but i mean if people like it then i guess it's fine yeah yeah i I know there was a lot of like people saying "Ooh, that's a weird looking character but if other people like it i guess they like it yeah i mean woody's not like not creepy so (laughs) yeah woody's kind of not anatomically looking like the toy character at all yeah so i don't know then again i don't know how long have they used that same costume because i remember i have some pictures of us in 2000 where we met buzz and woody and they look like the exact same costumes yeah (laughs) so i mean you'd think they would have refined it by now but who knows who knows they definitely refined like mickey yeah definitely i mean they added the blinking then they took away the blinking and like i don't know yeah but anyway yeah um so the second earthquake uh you want to talk about that i wasn't in the park at the time um okay i was back in the hotel because it was friday uh like friday night um and we were waiting for Matt and Brianna to come down because uh, they were going to stay with us at the hotel. Right. Um, and all of a sudden, like, we feel this shaking. And I texted you guys. I was like, yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was probably that violent, huh? Um, it was just the length of the earthquake. And where I was, there was, like, a glass wall right next to me. And I couldn't exactly oh, no. move. So yeah. I had to li- just, like, stay in position and just hold it. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. If, especially if it's a long duration. I mean, you said the first one was like 15 seconds? Yeah, this one was 40 seconds long. Whoa. Yeah. That's a pretty long duration. For yeah. Her. So uh, in this one, I know I heard that for the second one, a lot of the rides, they, they shut them off. Yes. So surprisingly enough, Indiana Jones didn't go down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's like the one thing that always goes down. Yeah, and we were all shocked about it. But yeah, everything else was down. Um, even Smuggler's Run, which surprised us. Um, so there's some clips on Twitter if you you know if you've been on there at all uh, mm-hmm. of people evacuating Smuggler's Run. Um, it's yeah, just like a that. mess of people. Yeah, it's just like a big crowd, and I'm like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen Batu this crowded. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because of an earthquake. Um, it had so, to be because of an earthquake. Yeah, so I mean, they eventually came back up, um, but by that point, a lot of people had cleared the parks just because mm. it was already nighttime. So. Um, they're like, eh, might as well go home. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what's going to happen now? <laughs> I'm, I feel kind of bad for the people in the epicenter because it hit the same place twice. That 6.4 and then the 7. Yeah. It's like the same spot. I mean, if you if you, if you you looked at the USGS, um, like even if you Googled like California earthquakes, the first mm-hmm. things that came up were like all of the aftershocks. And there were like a thousand aftershocks ranging right. from like a one to like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like nonstop. 
until the second one, the big one, and it's like, man, there's just, it, do they even get any relief over there, you know? Yeah, so they eventually called the 6.4 a foreshock to the main shock, which was a 7.1. Wow. And so it, they called it a foreshock. Yeah, wow. and if you, if the listeners don't know on an earthquake scale, um, it's not just like a grade, it's, it's like a, an exponential scale. So if you remember, like in mathematics, an expo- exponential curve, like, mm-hmm is pretty steep eventually yep so from a 6.4 to a 7.1 that's significant (laughs) i bet yeah that's that's pretty crazy yeah so anything above a four i think they were saying you you experience um like structural damage and road damage and whatnot yeah and i mean it was felt all the way in la and that was like 90 something miles away from the epicenter you know Mm -hmm. well i mean at least Disneyland wasn't too affected this t- um, by this event, other than shutting it da- shutting down some rides and then reopening them. Yeah, so Kay and I discussed it, and we're like, you know, if there's any place that I feel safe during an earthquake, it's probably going to be Disneyland. <laughs> really? Yeah, especially the fact that we were in Batu at the time. Right. Because um, uh, it's engineers that designed this place, and they know it's California, so... Right, definitely. <laughs> So it's prepared, basically. Yeah. I mean, I obviously would not want to be on pirates during an earthquake. Um, one, because I can't swim that well. And two, the water does weird things. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It probably was super trippy um, because they're underground, too. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's underground. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, overall, that that was your weekend, right? That was my weekend. It's a good weekend. It sounds like it. I mean, it sounds like you had a lot of time to explore batu and you had a lot of time to do everything you wanted right yep nice so did any of you build a droid no no we we wanted to but we're like no we we did see a a girl in line for ogas the second time around um she had a purple bb-8 okay um and she like took the head off of it and it's it's like a magnet so yeah it's really cool how it works and how it moves and yeah i was like man this is really interesting but I think I personally would like it if it were app-based, so yeah. I wouldn't have to deal with um, like having a remote, remote control. control. Yeah. yeah. So I've heard that uh, if you get two of those together, they communicate with each other. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like, yeah, you it will be turned off, or you think it's off, but then they're like talking to each other, and you'll hear the beeping. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe that's something you'll uh, think about getting when we go in November. Huh? Uh, <laughs> not with my my uh lightsaber <laughs> that's true with the lightsaber so uh, that's gonna be like up to 300 dollars there instead of two yeah you did s- see that um they've reintroduced the gift cards though i did yeah so that's an that's another thing they they brought back the black spire outpost gift cards so if you guys are interested it's back in stock as of right now um the 12th of july get them while they're in, still in stock um, the thing is you have to load it with a hundred dollars, but I mean, you can use it anywhere in the park. So yeah. it's just, you know, like buying a gift card and putting a hundred dollars on it. Um, you can get them at the, um, resistance shops. That's where they, um, they sell the, all the like resistance gear. Um, that's by the rise of the resistance entrance. I know you saw that area too, right? Yeah. So what did you think of the merch for resistance versus first order? Because I, I thought there was a lot of Star Wars branded stuff. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. But for me, I actually like the, the aesthetics of the first order stuff. 
more oh, than yeah? the resistance even though i don't like the first order oh really <laughs> yeah there yeah. was there was um a hoodie that i wanted to buy just because of the color scheme and the cut um but it's first order and it was expensive so i didn't get it <laughs> Ah, was it like, you know, you'd have to use up that whole gift card on it? That kind of no, thing? No, no, it was more like in the 60 range, but okay. um, it's it's clearly an exercise hoodie just from the fabric. It's like wicking material. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, um, it, it seemed like a really nice hoodie. It's just first order, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to spend that much money. I just bought a car, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, anyway, that's uh, <laughs> the first order stuff is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like that they they have a section there for it, even though, you know, like I mentioned with Nelson, this this is supposed to be far from the reaches of the first order. You know, although I know that they said that in their story, their backstory is that the first order has made a presence there so that they can try to seek out people joining the resistance. And, yeah. You know put him to bed or whatever put him the rest yeah you know? but did, um yeah did you end up seeing uh kylo ren and ray walking around i saw ray and then i also saw chewy uh-huh um chewy was like hyping us up on the second day or the second time we went yeah you know before we entered he's like and whatever and yeah we we're all we we're all cheering yeah chewy and yeah. then he walks away <laughs> yeah so we we did see um kylo ren and his posse uh he had a lot of stormtroopers posted up on the walls um one of the generals walked up by uh the kylo's ship right um yeah it was pretty cool we saw chewy and ray um yeah yeah i mean they they do walk around so that's that's pretty cool. Did you see the spy? Um, the resistance spy? I forgot her name. Uh, Rose? I forgot her name. No, it's um, uh, v, v. Moradi. That's her name. Uh, she, she, <laughs> the thing about her is she wears this um, like jacket. It's a red jacket. She's got purple hair. Um, and then like, but the thing is with her jacket, there's like clearly a resistance badge on it. So I'm like, <laughs> if she's trying to hide she's from a the spy. first order, she's not doing a very good job. No. She's wearing a red jacket with a resistance symbol on yeah it. <laughs> no yeah we didn't yeah, see her she does she does walk around um she walks around if you ever see her she's she's very paranoid so if you you know have an interaction with her she's like trying to hide from the uh from the stormtroopers nice um and then we also did try the popcorn oh yeah and what did you think of the popcorn i don't like the red flavor at all Okay. The purple Did one they is. Mix it? Yeah, they mixed it. Okay. Was yours separate? I didn't. I never. I didn't get to try it, so oh. that's why I'm interested in hearing. Well, what were the flavors? Was it like sweet and spicy, or? Yeah, it's supposedly sweet and spicy. Where the purple ones are sweet and the red ones are spicy. Okay. Um, but it's not really spicy. Uh, it's more like the red ones were more like lime flavored. What? Yeah, it was like. <sighs> It's hard to describe what it tastes like. It was more like it was a uh, chili lime flavoring. Okay, okay. Got yeah, it. but the the chili didn't come through. It was more lime coming through. Um, and then the purple ones kind of tasted like fruity pebbles. Oh. Yeah. Wow. No wonder you liked it. Yeah, we like really liked pebbles. that one. So did you um, end up buying the um, the collector um, vessel for it? Collector vessel? Yeah, for the for the popcorn. It's like a popcorn bucket, but it's not really a bucket. No, you know we I mean? didn't. Like, okay, okay, because I know they sold those too. Yeah. Did you get the um, the blue milk stand uh, harvest uh, souvenir cup? I did not. I did see it. I saw it. Did you Did you guys get one? No, but later on we did see that they light up. Wow! Wow! Yeah. yeah. They're pretty, They're pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So what did you think of your trying the blue versus the green milk? I personally like the blue better. Uh, Kay mm-hmm. likes the green better. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. I, I also like the blue better. 
It's a it's sweeter taste, but I like it better. She said it tastes too much like soap. That's interesting because I felt like the green tasted more like soap. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she, I, I don't know. Yeah. She said that the, the green one tasted more tropical and the blue one tasted just, I don't know, like, I don't know what she just, said. Just, just soap. Yeah, like, like soap. She, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, interesting. I mean, I guess different people have different taste buds, you know? Yeah. So we react it differently. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a unique flavor. A lot of the food there is very, very unique. Yeah, it's like, it's stuff that you wouldn't expect out you know out there you know yeah which is pretty cool so did you guys buy anything else or you know get any of the small merchant merchandise or trinkets or anything like that no we we strictly stuck to i mean Kay bought a hat um okay. and i think matt bought a belt clip okay um and i think brianna got an id badge thing oh yeah yeah i've seen those yeah pretty cool. but yeah um i personally didn't get anything just food um trying to be good so yeah yeah okay so did you guys buy any um commemorative um that you know opening season merch i had already uh bought that a trip before i lied okay. matt got um robes oh he got robes yeah are they the jedi yeah jedi he robes? got jedi robes wow okay okay that's pretty cool yeah he spent all of his uh credits from the he he was able to get a, a gift card before because one of our coworkers bought it for him and okay, he paid so her he back. Okay, he was able to use it there. Yeah, nice, nice. That's pretty cool. Did you guys get any of the uh, thermal detonators? Matt did. AKA, he got a uh, diet soda coke. bottles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So that's um that sounds like a pretty good trip there. Yeah. You know, got to do all that stuff. It's super successful. Nice. None and none of you got any of the creatures from the creature shop. No. Um, I would have if the loth cats dolls look just like the one in the cage because that one's super cute the one in the cage yeah it's so adorable but the ones like out in the open were kind of creepy right yeah they, they're not good yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah that's um that's pretty interesting that's you know like i've seen all the pets they're they're pretty cool they're just weird a little they're bit. weird yeah yeah so yeah that sounds like a pretty successful trip yep all right so um the next thing i guess we're gonna be going to is gonna be d23 expo Right. Yes. Um, I'll um, be in Comic-Con next weekend. Oh, that's right. You are. Um, yeah. So I'll be sure to send any pictures uh, relating to Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, etc. Nice. So, yeah, listeners, we're going to get some of that stuff for you out there um, when Rissa goes to Comic-Con next week, which is pretty exciting. Yep. I'm going to be volunteering. So if you're down there, say hi. There you go. Look for Rissa. Are you going to have the Disney Time Podcast backpack on you? I will when I'm not... Uh, volunteering so okay, when okay, i'm free cool. to walk the floor and stuff there you go so if you see her roaming around with the disney time podcast backpack that's rissa yep yeah so rissa's going to comic con then we're gonna do d23 expo in august um that's gonna be all of us we're all gonna be there uh me rissa and nelson so um look out for us when we're out there and um Rissa, do you have anything you want to tell our listeners yeah uh thanks for tuning in again i hope you guys enjoyed uh this trip review and uh, I hope you find yourself in uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at some point, um, especially right now that it's empty. Um, so go if you can. Yeah. So I also want to thank the listeners for tuning in. And I know we took a little bit of a break there, um, but we will be regularly doing our, our podcast again. So thanks for tuning in, listening, and don't forget to subscribe. And also keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Disney.